What kind of insurance to start an aircraft maintenance shop? That question and much more answered in this episode of the Grease Pilot Show. So on today's episode, what we're going to talk about is aviation insurance for aircraft maintenance companies. What kind of insurance do you need? Do you need it? Um, what's the cost? How do you go about getting it? Those kinds of things. So I have my trusty clipboard here and I'm going to follow it because I'm not, uh, I want to make sure I hit all the points. So <clears throat> today's question, uh, Aviation or insurance for an aircraft maintenance startup. Uh, a lot of guys starting up the aviation industry um, decide, or this is a, a tough topic for them or a tough decision to make. Do they get insurance or do they not? And when they see the bill, a lot of the startup guys say, nah, I don't need the insurance because it, it's one of the more expensive things uh, to purchase when you're starting up uh, your insurance or your aviation business. So uh, today we're gonna talk about uh, General Aviation Insurance for FAR Part 91 operations. So if you're working on pretty much all private aircraft and even uh, flight school aircraft, um, you, I'm not sure about the 135 charter world. If you need to, you may have to ask the insurance broker uh, what additional insurance you'll need for that. When I, the shops that I uh, were involved with and the ones I'm involved with today, uh, we did work on 135 stuff. It wasn't like we didn't. And really what it boiled down to is the 135 people, had, we had to be on a drug and alcohol uh, consortium. So uh, I di we didn't do anything else with our insurance on our end. Maybe they did on their end. But once we were on that drug and alcohol program, then we got the green light to work on 135 stuff. But um, on the 91, FAR 91 aircraft, that's all private piston, any private operation that's not for hire commercial operations, which is a big bulk of my business and most shops out there, small piston shops, uh, that is what we're going to cover today and um, the insurance for that. Uh, we're not experienced in airline operations. I'm not. Uh, so we're not going to talk about insurance to start an airline uh, maintenance business up. It's got to be a lot more expensive than the the general aviation stuff today we're going to talk about as if you were going to go open a shop this is for guys that really don't have a lot of money uh, maybe they're an aircraft mechanic working a job and they got some a little bit of money saved up or maybe they don't have any money but this is uh, how you get started you know you start in general aviation because it's cheaper you know the everything's cheaper uh, and i pistons are the most produced aircraft and to this day they represent the largest uh number of aircraft in the in the total aircraft flying in the world so it's a good place to start and get your feet wet in business ownership because it's uh the least expensive to get started so we're going to discuss that today um another topic is <clears throat> you'll have to excuse me i'm making these podcasts and i'm not going to edit them so uh, there'll be a lot of things that happen and you'll have to forgive me and i i mean honestly i, I said this before I, I shouldn't even be apologizing. This is just, this. these podcasts are designed to get you information and uh, information about starting aviation businesses, entrepreneurship in aviation, uh, and that's it, you know? So like, we're not gonna go ahead and edit it and make it look all fancy. We're gonna do the best we can to make it look good. 
but then it's up to you to take the content that you get from these videos. Take what you like, trash what you don't, we don't care, but we hope this helps some of you guys out there. <clears throat> okay, another topic that, I, I, that needs to be discussed about this for you guys starting up is kind of how the process goes. And I talk about this more in the course that we sell, uh, how to start an aircraft maintenance business. And um, I strongly recommend you go buy it. I know it's my product. I get that I'm going to have a plug on here. Uh, but honestly, it, it really does um, show you the way step-by-step step, to start an aircraft maintenance business. And currently, it's priced at $249. That's not going to last forever. It's a total steal. You're going to save hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars by buying it. So we go in depth in, in insurance and that and kind of show you more. But today I'm going to cover some of the, the, the surface stuff in the aviation uh, insurance to get started. So um, you're going to deal with, when you get aviation insurance, you're going to work with an aviation insurance broker. I thought that all companies required that, you, or all aviation insurance companies require that you go through a broker. But I just learned that I think a Vimco if, it, if I'm not, if I'm correct, is the only insurance company out there that lets you go direct to them. So you might be interested in hitting them up and seeing uh, if you can go direct because anytime you add a middleman, it's going to increase the premium cost. So, but the rest of them and the majority in all aircraft insurance uh, companies usually go through a broker. So you're kind of, uh, you're going to deal with the, the aircraft broker. And in our course, we show a list of all the current brokers, aviation insurance brokers for aircraft maintenance. But that's who you're going to deal with. You're not going to deal directly with the insurance company. Um, so you're going you're gonna to be in contact with an aviation insurance broker and work with them. They'll then convey the information to the aircraft insurance business. The underwriters at the insurance company, the aviation insurance company, will write the policy, ask questions to the broker, then they'll talk to you. Uh, so it's it's kind of a process. It's got a middleman. You have to deal with the middleman. Okay, and uh, we'll go over some of the cost stuff. So <clears throat> aviation insurance cost is going to depend on, and, and stay in tune, by the way, because we're going to talk about how you can make it more affordable to get insurance, and we're going to talk about if you really need insurance or not. So... Um, Insurance costs going to depend on many factors, and I'm not going to be able to tell you all of them. So this is not an inclusive list, but this is what we've found with small piston shops starting up. This is what we see on the insurance ticket all the time. And here's some of the things that you'll be insured on: airport premises liability, and this covers the damage for bodily injury, property damage arising out of the use of the airport premises for the parking and storage of aircraft. Airport premises liability. So that covers the damages <clears throat> uh, arising out of uh, the use of the airport premises for the parking and storage of aircraft. Hangar keepers liability, excuse me. <clears throat> this provides coverage for damage to destruction of the aircraft of others while in the insured's custody for storage, repair, or safekeeping. So... Um, 
while it's in your custody, this is the insurance that will cover if anything happens to the airplane while it's in your custody. That's hangar keeper's liability. I should have edited these a little bit more. They were pulled offline and um, they're kind of insurancy the way they say them. But uh, whole value, this is an easy one. This is simply the value of the aircraft. These are all things you'll see on the insurance policy. Uh, and then you, you have limits in each one of these categories, like a million dollar limit, and that's gonna dictate your policy. So how much you want to be insured for in the different areas is gonna dictate your premium. Uh, so whole value, that's the cost of the aircraft. How, much, how, how expensive of an aircraft do you wanna work on? Starting out, typically a million dollar policy. So you can work on airplanes up to, that are, have a whole value up to a million dollars. Completed operations and products liability. This provides coverage for an incident arising from work the insured perform or you. So simply put, this covers if you work on an airplane and something happens to that airplane, an accident or something, this is where this products and operations, completed products and op, uh, <laughs> completed operations and products liability insurance will kick in. So that's an important one. <clears throat> Uh, premises medical payments. This covers the reasonable medical cost for an injured person when a person is injured on a premises or property. Okay, someone gets hurt while they're on your property or around your hangar or whatever. That's where that's that coverage. Those are the main coverages on an insurance policy. Um, if you're doing mobile operations, which we recommend you do starting out, uh, You'll have some of that stuff may not be really applicable, but I think it still all does, and that's something you'll have to ask your broker. But I'm pretty sure that all of it still is applicable to uh, mobile operations. Okay, so now that we talked about some of the things on the insurance policy, let's talk about uh, you know, or let's back it up. You know, a policy that's a, around a million dollars coverage for a whole value of an aircraft up to a million. And the sample policy we showed you, seven to $8,000 a year, right? Okay, that covers a small piston shop that's just starting out. Uh, they revenued around 300 to $400,000 that that shop did. And that's what you're gonna pay, which isn't bad if you're making that kind of money, right? You can pay that no problem. But if you're just starting up, they have a threshold where they start and they're not gonna go much below that. This is 2022, by the way. Those prices all, always rise year over year because of inflation and stuff, but they're never gonna go below 7,000. I have not seen an insurance policy for any startup aviation maintenance company under 7,000. If you see one, if you know of one, let us know, and uh, we'll definitely share it in our brokerage list. But, um, so that's kind of like a, a pretty high expense, you know? And that's why a lot of guys just don't get it, um, which goes in the next topic of, do you need insurance to do aircraft maintenance like in your own business? And the answer is no, you don't. Uh, a lot of guys do it and they don't have insurance. So it's up to your risk, uh, what you're willing to accept for risk. We, I've done maintenance on, I can count on one hand how many jobs I've done uninsured. Um, and that's just because we wanted to make sure we had the insurance. We're not very risk. I, I didn't want to risk it because we don't have insurance. I wanted that extra layer of protection. 
Uh, we've never had a claim on any of our insurance on the businesses I've been around. Uh, we had an incident where um, we did a pre-buy and a guy didn't come look at the airplane before he bought it. So uh, it looked, the plane was cosmetically not the prettiest airplane. But airworthiness, it was, it was good to go. So we did a pre-purchase evaluation on it, uh, delivered the airplane, and he got upset after a year of having the plane, took it to a shop, and they started writing up all this stuff. And uh, we, the stuff that they wrote up were, were things like oil pressure low. They didn't even give us like details. And when we left our shop, it was, everything was acceptable. So um, we, we ran into an incident with that, and we tried to turn it into our insurance, and uh, they said, you didn't do anything wrong, so we're not gonna cover it. Because there was no accident, no incident, or anything like that. It was just some guy that was complaining about what, what plane he bought, you know? And uh, that's, a, that's for a different podcast. And the point is, is like, if you're buying an airplane, go look at the airplane before you buy it. I, we had told the guy, hey, this airplane's not the prettiest, but mechanically, it's good to go. It's fine, you know? We had a pretty good squawk list on it, too. Um, it needed a lot of work, but uh, for a pre-purchase, I we gave him what we saw. We gave him the report, and he still decided to buy it. And so, anyway, we we haven't had any actual insurance incidents though, so uh, or reports. So I I don't know what that process is like, but I, I know that <clears throat> unless something happens like an incident, then the insurance really doesn't kick in. So someone has to crash their plane, or damage has to happen to the plane for uh, it to kick in. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about, I'm looking at my clipboard here, so forgive me if I'm looking down a lot. I got my notes and I want to make sure I hit everything. We kind of talked about how much insurance is. Uh, the lowest is probably around 7,000. That's 2022 prices. Um, this is kind of a golden nugget that, uh, if you want to learn how to break the insurance up so it's a little more affordable, you can ask the broker to do payments. Um, some brokers will break into three payments, some will do like, I've worked with ones where they've done loans over the course of like nine payments and breaking it up into like 300, 400, $500 payments each month. And so ask the insurance broker, hey, do you guys do a payment system? Right when you when you get a quote for uh, a premium or insurance policy, ask them that um, because they they do do that. I've worked with multiple companies and and after the first year, we have a system that we teach in our course that you don't have to do that after year two. Um, you don't have to break it up into payments. When you break into payments, one of the operators I did in the early on stages of one of my companies, they charged interest with it too. It was like a loan. And um, we went through a third party. We worked with the broker who then worked with a loan provider who then gave me a loan to pay the, <laughs> pay the premium. And I paid the loan provider back. Of course, there was interest, so I paid more on it, which to get started, no problem. But we teach that you shouldn't, we teach how to get the most profit out of your company as possible. And anytime you pay interest, you're not making profit. You're giving that money away. So in our course, we teach you how to make it, make sure that you pay the insurance premium on the next year after the first year in full. And not only that, but let's say that's your money. You know, when you save the money, you have the money in your account. If you don't want to get, let's say down the road, you're ready to retire out of your aircraft maintenance company and you, 
and you're ready to be done. If you save that money, it's not like you have to get the insurance and renew it. So that's cash in your pocket for the premium. But we teach you how to save that money and uh, be able to pay the insurance premiums in full at, on year two of your company. So make sure you ask for uh, make sure you ask for payments on the insurance provider if you don't have the capital up front to get the insurance. If you guys liked what you heard or you think it's interesting, insurance isn't maybe one of the best topics to talk about. We're going to talk about aircraft maintenance companies, flight schools, uh, you name it, charter businesses, um, brokerage businesses, detailing businesses, uh, marketing, but you, whatever you can think of in the aviation industry, we'll talk about it on the show. If it, if it's talking about starting a business around it, um, we'll interview people that have these businesses on the show. <clears throat> we're as of this episode, we're a relatively new show. So give us time to kind of hone our craft here, but we're, we're working on it. And, uh, like I said, our goal is to try to provide you guys with some content that can help you start your own company because the aviation industry desperately needs entrepreneurs. You know, aviation itself is a small niche and then you niche it down to business owners within aviation and it gets even smaller. So it feels like it's a big family when you think about it. So you're very in tune with everybody and it's nice to bring more family members on into the aviation entrepreneurship world. And that's, that's what we want to do. And that concludes this episode on aircraft maintenance business insurance. Make sure you check us out on all the major podcast platforms. And we'll see you next time on the Grease Pilot Show.